Hello and welcome to the Slow Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Engelhardt, and this is the place for all things health and well-being for the busy mom of today. So grab a cup of tea and get ready to be inspired. Hello and welcome to today's episode where we will be talking all about how stress affects our hormone balance. And today I'm joined by a fellow mom who is an acupuncturist, functional nutrition coach. She helps ambitious women balance their hormones and improve their health naturally so they have the energy to crush their goals, chase their dreams and change the world. It was her own health struggles and experience that led her to the hormone testing and nutrition therapy that she now offers to her clients. Please welcome Leah Chish Chili. Did I pronounce that correctly? Perfect. Oh, yay. <laughs> yes, thank you. Leah, welcome. So great to have you on the podcast. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited about today's episode because I think that there is uh, quite a lot of like misinformation and confusion around this whole topic. So um, I'm excited to, to dive in and to, to hear all the knowledge that you have to share. Awesome. But uh, before we dive into this topic, do you mind quickly just talking about what is actually hormone balance? Yeah, so hormones are very complex <laughs> and we have a lot of them. And really when you break it down, hormones are essentially for communicate are essential for communicating for every organ tissue and cell in the body. They tell them what to do, when to do it, and for how long. Mm -hmm. And so ideally we have all those messages being sent um, as they should be so that everything feels good, so that you are functioning optimally and really just feeling your best. And so when you're not, it's usually a good indication that maybe there's something up with the hormones. Interesting. And how does stress and stressful lifestyle affect our hormone balance? So stress really has a major impact on your health overall. So the response that happens with your hormones is that when you're under stress, there is a hormone called cortisol, which this is called your stress hormone. And it activates the fight or flight response. I actually, I should say it maintains the fight or flight response mm -hmm. so that if you were being chased by a tiger or a lion, you could escape. So when the cortisol is active, it's basically shutting down all non-essential functions for that particular time. So your main purpose is to get away from that lion or tiger. It's not going to be to get pregnant. It's not right. going to be to digest your food. It's not going to be any of those things. Um, so it kind of shuts all those things down and really places all the focus on your survival. And so unfortunately, your brain doesn't necessarily discern between being chased by a tiger or being stuck in traffic or having an argument with your spouse or just being around your kids too long. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it triggers the same response in the body. So those functions get shut down for longer periods of time because we are under that constant stress. And when they're shut down for long periods of time, then the body just kind of adapts in maybe not the best way. Um, and you're not functioning optimally. So you do have things like digestive problems. You have things that come up with your period where they're out of balance or PMS is a lot worse. Um, and countless other things that can happen. But those, I think, are pretty 
quick things that happen that make people take notice. Mm. When your cortisol level is constantly, or not constantly, but you know, most of the time so high because of a stressful lifestyle, then obviously also your sleep is affected. Yeah, absolutely. So cortisol actually suppresses melatonin, which is the hormone that helps with sleep, that helps mm -hmm. maintain restful sleep. And so it will suppress melatonin, so you're not able to sleep as well. Right. So, I mean, when we're already on the topic, so what are some of the like, symptoms to, to look for, you know, in order to, to realize that there is like hormone imbalance? Yeah. I, so the thing about hormone imbalances is that a lot of times the symptoms are really subtle and mm -hmm. sneaky and very easy to write off as just like normal. Mm -hmm. And I'm using air quotes when I say normal mm -hmm. um, because, uh, you know, it's just going to be like little nagging things at first. So you will, maybe PMS will be a little bit worse. Uh, sleep will change. The biggest thing that women come to me with that they notice is a change in their mood and usually in the form of anxiety or a depression that mm -hmm. hasn't been there before. Uh, so a lot of things that kind of show up out of nowhere are good indications that maybe there's something going on with the hormones. Hair loss and weight gain are probably two of the other most apparent things that people come to me with. And what are some of the things that we can do to, you know, keep our hormones in balance? It's really holistic. You really just have to work on maintaining a balance within your entire life. So it's the things that you eat, it's the activities that you participate in, the exercise you engage in, the relationships, the everything. Like mm. yeah, the <laughs> to simplify, it's just everything, no big deal, right? <laughs> no pressure. But, yeah, no pressure. But just taking an honest inventory. And you know, I think you and I talked about this a little bit beforehand on how if it's not sustainable for a person, mm. then it's not the right decision for them. So when you're looking at making changes to your lifestyle. I always advocate for choosing the one that's going to be the easiest for you first. Mm. And so you implement that thing. And then once you've got that nailed down, then you start with something else. And that way you're not adding to the stress by trying to do all these things at once and then feeling like a failure because mm. you couldn't accomplish them all at the same time. I completely agree. I mean, I always also say one step at a time, you know, don't try to change too much at once because as you said, you feel like you fail and, and it's just not a very good feeling. You know, you want to take it one step at a time because then you can tackle the things much more easily. Yep. But if there is a hormone imbalance, can it be reversed nat like naturally, you know, just adapting your lifestyle or always like medication is necessary? A lot of times, yes it can be reversed naturally. And I always advocate for trying to do those things first mm. because I think traditionally you would go to your doctor with these symptoms and if they paid attention to them at all and didn't just say, oh, you're just getting older, don't worry mm. about it. Mm. If they paid attention to them at all, more often than not, they're gonna prescribe you synthetic hormones. Right. Well, that doesn't necessarily fix the problem because Yes, your hormones are imbalanced, but then you have to look at why. Mm. So 
if it's not just a natural part of aging, if there's something else going on, if there's underlying inflammation, um, underlying internal stress, so not even the stress that you're surrounded with, but internal, if you've got you know, a latent pathogen, if you've got inflammation, if you have an injury that never healed, those are all internal stressors that can impact your overall hormone balance. And so you wanna address those things first before you go to the hormone replacement therapy, because then you're getting to the root of the problem, not just, again, putting a Band-Aid on the problem. Mm, which I feel like, you know, this is a very common practice these days when you go to the doctor where they, you know, they don't necessarily look for the cause, but they just treat the symptoms, which, and again, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make any doctor bad or anything like that. Um, but this is kind of just my feeling. Yeah, I think the same thing. And it's, and it's really unfortunate because I don't feel like it's the doctor's fault. You know, they are so overwhelmed and especially mm. right now, as we can imagine. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and they're doing exactly what they've been taught all along. Now I, I'm hopeful that things shift, but I do think that there is such a place for alternative practitioners and health coaches, especially because they're able to spend the time that doctors can't to help people really correct the problems so that maybe they don't even need the doctor later mm. and then we can help free up some of their time. So if we all work together. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I also always say, you know how we feel like the doctors are responsible for us being healthy. Um, I always say that at the end of the day, it's really our own responsibility. You know, because we have to be aware of our bodies. We have to be aware of if something changes and, and not kind of just go on autopilot through week out and, you know, week in and week out, but just really be aware of all the signs that our bodies is sending us. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you anymore. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you do you have to be your, yeah, you have to be your own advocate. And, you know, my background initially is in Chinese medicine and mm -hmm. acupuncture. Okay. And what people don't know about acupuncture is it's like, it's a intervention therapy. Mm -hmm. So really there's so many other things that sh should be done before you even get to acupuncture. Right. So it, and it is, it's all the lifestyle stuff. It's the diet, it's the exercise, it's the mindfulness, whatever it takes to keep you healthy. And then you seek out the doctor or the acupuncturist to help you maintain it. Or if you get to a point where you need that intervention. Well, this is so, so interesting, really. We can spend all, you know, all day talking about it, but I do have one last question. Sure. <laughs> yeah. What would be your number one advice to any mom out there that has a stressful lifestyle, hormone is not really in balance. There is like, you know, imbalance. Yeah, I think it's the biggest thing is to take an honest inventory of how you feel physically, mm -hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, um, how you really feel. <laughs> mm. You know, do you have any pain in your body that's there every single day? Um, do you feel irritated often? Do you not sleep well? Because there are things that we just ignore and we consider normal. So taking an honest inventory of that, taking an honest inventory of the stress that is a part of your life and acknowledging that it's there and not just continuing to plow through it. And then once you have like a good picture, then look at it. Okay. Is there anything that I can do away with? 
is there anything that I don't need that is going, that is contributing to my stress? So starting there and then adding in something for yourself that's going to help you manage that. So any sort of activity, whether it be yoga, meditation, of course, I'm partial to acupuncture, Mm. um, (laughs) anything like that. What, what can you take away and replace with something that's good for you that makes you feel good? I love that. Leah, thank you so much for taking the time to share your experience and your knowledge. It's very much appreciated. And to our audience, thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you find value in this episode and a better understanding of how stress affects our hormone balance and what we can do to take control of our you know, health and, and hormone balance, really. And if you want to connect with Leah, uh, Leah, maybe you can share where we can find you on Instagram and your webpage or Facebook? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is just leachischilly.com. So you can go there. That's probably the best place to connect for connect with me. And I actually offer a free quiz that um, you can test your hormone balance to see if you might potentially have a hormone imbalance. So there's a free quiz available on there and then a short guide that will give you some tips and tools to help you bring those back into balance naturally. And then I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Leah Chili and LM Chili on Instagram. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah, everybody just make sure that you go to um, Leah's webpage and take that short quiz and and get the guide. Um, I think we should all be more educated and aware of this very interesting and at the end of the day, also very important topic for our overall well-being. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. It truly means the world to me. I would love to connect with as many of you as possible. So let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Slowvolution for your daily dose of healthy living inspiration. If you feel inspired by this episode and want to learn more about all things health, well-being and motherhood, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. This way the podcast can reach and inspire even more moms and moms-to-be. And make sure you stay tuned for the many upcoming exciting episodes. Wish you all a lovely week.